Hey, everybody. Hey, we're back. Well, We've returned. We're, back. we're all alive. Yay. We have nine working limbs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to wow. Calculated Risks and Everout Adventure, where uh, I, your wow. dungeon master, Travis Legg, lead uh, two humans and a cyborg through the events of an adventure in Hebron. Oh, you are not counting yourself now. <laughs> so, um, as you may or may not know, we missed a couple episodes. Alina uh, had some illness and then some injury, but now she's back and as beautiful as ever. Welcome back, Alina. Good to see you. Thank you. Uh, Mike, I'm glad yeah. to see that your lungs are, are functioning again. Um, <laughs> I, I'm fairly certain you're breathing. You're so stoic over there. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, did Mike's camera freeze? Or, or? <laughs> um, so people don't know it, but Mike's last name is Ventru. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's just and they can be very, very still, stone faced. Um, so uh, he's got five pips. He's got five pips in celerity. There you go. Yes. So he's actually moving everywhere. You just don't notice. Um, right. So we're here for the very serious business of running this Eberron game. Um, it's been a couple of weeks, so just a quick recap for uh, for our players and for new listeners we may have. Um, what's that? It's been a month. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, I guess I guess it has been. Holy cow. That's sad. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, recap for everybody. When last we met, you guys had gone into the, the jungles of Zendrik. You were looking for... Um, an herb that we've forgotten the name of. So from henceforth, it shall be known as MacGuffin root. And I would like everyone to keep that in mind. Uh, you're looking root. MacGuffin root. MacGuffin root. I'm putting that in my notes <laughs> on so, D&D Beyond. <laughs> so we seek the MacGuffin root. Got it. So um, you're aware that this MacGuffin root is being um, harvested in this tower or in the land surrounding this, this uh, wizard's tower that you uh, are headed towards. You had, yeah. uh, on your way to this region, you and your guide uh, ran into some Kuatoa, or into some Salhawagan, rather. That didn't go so great. Um, but you, you survived. And then you went to check out a tomb that you were passing as possibly a place to rest safely. And that didn't go so great either. But you got some Mind Flayer technology, and most of you survived, though your guide was, in fact, um, ripped in half. Stupid hireling. After, after we got out of that. After you left, yeah. Like, after you escaped, yeah, like, he died. So we managed to do that, and then he died. Like, a freaking <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> but thanks to uh, Gurius's quick action, you were able to retrieve his maps and make your way to this wizard's tower. Seeing how far it was, uh, you finally decided that uh, Alessa and... Um, and uh, Cressmar, we're going to risk it, and we're going to switch into dragon form. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Gurius was on Cressmar, and Ani yep. was on Alessa, and you were riding over the jungles of Zendrik. Yep. Um, I can see my house from here. <laughs> <laughs> and that, oh, God. And that's where we'll pick up. That's where we'll pick up uh, the session. Actually, what? we just landed. Uh, 
that, had you just landed outside of the tower? Did I explain no. what you saw as you flew over the the kobolds working the fields and all that stuff? Uh, a couple of ogres moving back and forth. Did I tell I you? I don't think you did that. I will. I will. Oh. I will walk you through that real quick. Um, but real quick before I forget, because I'm sure I'll forget this at the end of the show, I just want to cr- call quick attention to the new character icons on everybody's uh, little description on their on their sheet. Oh, uh, those are, are <laughs> those are some uh, character yeah. art that were done by uh, it's at by Francita on Twitter. Um, she's got commissions open. Pick her stuff up; it's really cool. If you go to the Calculated Risks Facebook group, there's full high res versions of those pictures you can download. Um, all right, so. Uh, as you guys are flying over the immediate area of the wizard's tower, looking down below, you can see uh, there are like five or six ogres that have basically like a howdah built on their back. So like a like a uh, a box that one would ride in, or one could like put store things in. And they're walking through the fields, and these kobolds are basically loading bushels of the various roots and um, plants and, and, and fruits that they are sort of cultivating uh, in this immediate farmstead. It's probably about probably about 10. No, oh, hold on. I'm doing my metric. It's probably about a kilometer and a half um, okay. out from the edge of the mountain is where this whole thing. So for for about a kilometer and a half uh, from the mountain into the jungle, this is all cleared out and turned into effectively like a a, a, a farm. And you can see how they've got like the herbs, you know, separated. This is very much an imposed agricultural arrangement that they've got going on here. Uh, this is definitely designed. And it seems that the kobolds and the, and the ogres are working together, working efficiently. Uh, you can't see any sort of a, you don't see any signs of like forced labor. Um, nobody's chained. There's nobody's, you know, bearing whips or anything like that. There's no, uh, That's weird. Yeah, there's no um, no compulsory labor that you can witness of any sort. That's weird. So, um, you guys want to land outside the farming area, or do you want to just fly up to the base of the moon? How many ogres? Uh, you see, like four. Yeah, we can take them if it goes south. We can just land in the middle of the field. We should like, I mean, I think we should try to land closer to the towers and try not to destroy the freaking farm because we don't know what this, this plan, plant looks like. So maybe not ruin it. That's a pretty good idea. That's fair. It's so, my life. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You are, you are quite yeah. ill at this point. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So... Yeah, I, I, well, if you want to over... out, we could destroy the entire farm just by landing in it. But you can bring yeah, fire. Probably right? no use in talking to the help. Yeah, we should go straight to the master. Right. By the way, do you know how the MacGuffin route looks like? You do not know what the MacGuffin route looks like, unfortunately. No, um, you've not had a a thorough description of it. Uh, 
Lessa could probably recognize it on sight, um, but she tells you she hasn't seen it in 5,000 years. She didn't know it still existed. Well, okay. seems like you'll be sampling a lot of plants. It would be what, I'm sorry? Tano will have to sample all of them until one of them works. <laughs> well, hopefully they know what it is, and we don't have to just start randomly shoving plants into Anu and, until he yeah, stops yeah, decomposing. <laughs> I, uh, I recommend if we take the shoving plants into Anu approach that we do it via suppository. <laughs> That's my vote. <laughs> all right, we've got to narrow down to these three dozen plants. That was out of character, by the way. <laughs> Uh, it's okay. I know Garrett would like to play with me in that way. So fine. I, I just want to get to the one where you, you start to roll around on the ground, froth at the mouth, and start going, get these spiders off me! <laughs> That's not medicine. Um, <laughs> so No, but it's um, entertainment. It's true. So you guys land uh, probably... There's an area that's probably about... Um, you know, 300 feet, so about uh, should be 100 um, meters or so. Um, that's cleared out in front of the mouth of this um, cave slash castle entrance. So the way that the uh, that the castle is built is it really looks like somebody took like the tower off of a castle and just shoved it into the side of this mountain. So the only way in is actually through a cave entrance that's directly underneath the tower. And uh, as you get close enough and you land and you can inspect it visually, you realize um, that uh, it appears to be flush, almost as if someone has, someone must have magically melded the stone of this tower into the wall or literally like magically grown the tower out of the side of it. It's not, Oh, it's, it wasn't done by like mundane construction or by, you know, manual Many cobolds with, you know, picks and shovels. Right. Right. This was, yeah. this was done magically. And by the look of it in a hurry, like, like somebody just slapped it on there. Um, that's someone that's someone who can cast, you know, shape stone with a very high level spell slot. Indeed. Uh, as you walk up to the tower... So this tower was here many thousands of years ago? Um, or, no. From Grissomar's memory? Yeah, you recall this tower, like... You recall this tower being here when you were working on the schema? Hmm. So why don't you go ahead and give me... In fact, why don't you go ahead and give me a history roll? Now that you're now that you're there and you're looking in the front door. Excellent. So as you land and you get that perspective, looking at it from the dragon's point of view, down at the at the door, at the entrance of the door, you have a, a flash of memory. And in this flash of memory, uh Alessa's there as well, but she's on the other side of you. Obviously, there's no Gurius, there's no Anu. And there's a wizard standing, like, in a battle stance in the doorway. Long black hair flowing in the wind, long black beard, 
um, both of his hands glowing with arcane energy. And he says, I told you how terrible an idea that thing was. But you wouldn't uh, listen, would you? He likes Cressamore a lot. I'll do this. I'll help you break this thing. But once I do, if I see you again, you die. That's the end of the memory. Oh, this is what's his name's place. <laughs> Lessa looks over at you. She says, you, you remember this place? I remember the angry screaming man. He seemed upset. That's frightening to me a bit um, because I know I should remember this place, but I don't. Well, you were there with me, so... Okay. I don't blame you. There's a lot of memories in many thousands of years. You'd think I'd remember something like an angry screaming man in a cave castle. Threatening to kill me. Probably you as well. I don't remember if he continued with cut up at that point. I don't remember. Probably just me. I don't remember any of this. Um, maybe we should uh, not go in looking like this. Yeah, maybe you should shift back, like now. Hmm. Why, do you think he'd keep a grudge? I mean... I mean, it's been a long time. Wouldn't he be dead by now? We're not. <laughs> yeah, but you're dragons. Do you know that if this dude was a dragon? Doesn't look like a place that a dragon would use. What, a big cave in the side of a mountain? Nah, I can't see any kind of resemblance at all. <laughs> now listen, when we make layers, we use natural cave formations. We would not build something like this. This is gaudy. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let me get this straight. Your criteria in a lair, you expect me to believe that this this guy isn't a dragon because he's got no taste. Dragons have impeccable taste. I mean, this could be the dragon version of a trailer park. You don't know. This would be the dragon version of a trailer park. <laughs> Kobolds all over the place. Kobolds like dragons. Kobolds are fine people. <laughs> I'm just saying they like they like dragons. That they worship you. Okay, so let's assume we're dealing with either a wizard that might still be alive or the descendant thereof, right? In which case he's ridiculously powerful. Okay, look, if this guy is still alive, he's probably already spying on us with some scrying spell or other that he's yeah. got set up. That's an excellent point. So, hey, hey guy, I hope you're still not upset with us <laughs> or something. Uh, how about you come out and talk to us? Make, make a persuasion roll. Um. <laughs> 
I'm seeing that scene at the base, at the base of Isengard, right? You just him, like... Where Saruman comes out, you know, and Theoden and Gandalf are just kind of like, dude, you're a dick. No, they go, you mad, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, per- persuade me. Let's see what we got. Ooh, Maham. I rolled a 16. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> you see a speck of movement inside. Um, it's a little hard to see past the initial, like, 60 feet or so where the light pours in from the, from the doorway. But you see a little bit of movement, and then eventually a kobold comes running out. Um, he's got, like, a satchel over his shoulder, and he's carrying, like, a hand sickle. Uh, but he, he's not brandishing it in, like, a weapon sort of way. He's uh, looks like he's running out to head to the fields. He stops. He looks up at both of you. Hello, little one. He says in Draconic, why is your rider talking to me? Because he has a tongue. Okay, he's talking nonsense. We don't get a lot of dragons around these parts. What can I do for you? I'll start speaking. We're in. No uh, and I'll just I've speaking. seen you have a nice operation here. So our friend was hungry and he could use some fine, fresh legumes. Oh, you've come for food? And what was it you Do were saying? You have beans. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they're saying. Right. Because I don't speak Draconic. So I'm just going to speak more loudly and slowly. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. I though yeah so you can understand what they're saying as well um so i can i can like stage whisper it too he says we have much food um you may come in and we can feed you we don't get a lot of guests (laughs) really i i would have never guessed that (laughs) guest i'm i'm late though um, I have to go, but, uh, if you wait right here, um, uh, uh, Brutus will be by, uh, probably, probably really soon. Uh, so I better not be here when he gets here. I'm gonna get in trouble. Um, but, uh, Brutus can take you to food. Can we talk to your master? Um, not exactly. Brutus, Brutus is probably the guy we want to talk to. He's, he's one of the foremen. He, I, I really got to go. I'm late. And he runs out like between your legs and runs out into the field. Uh, you see uh, one of the ogres walking up. His, his howdah is filled to the brim with like there's leaves sticking out and shit. Like they've totally packed him down. And he like calls out. He's just far enough away that you can't hear exactly. You just hear that there's noise, you know. And he calls out at the little cobalt, and they have an exchange. And the cobalt sort of sinks his head down and walks out into the field. And the ogre comes up and walks up and says, So I understand you're hungry. 
Sure. Do you speak common? Yes. Oh, thank the gods. <laughs> um, little man says you're hungry. We could use a bite, yeah. Right then, this way. Starts walking. Might want to shrink down a little bit if you can. It's not that big in here. All right. <laughs> he walks over to the doorway. You can make your way through the, that front door if you wish to. In I'd say we should revert to normal, though. It's up to you, Kresmar. Can we go in as dragons? You have enough room to, yes, absolutely. Do they have a dragon-sized sofa? They do not have a dragon-sized sofa, no. Can I come and please sit in a very small chair? <laughs> I'm picturing, now I'm picturing Cressamar with a tiny, tiny cup and <laughs> The hell was that? Construction work! <laughs> Thought yeah, the aliens were coming for a second. Busted leg drugs making you gassy or what? <laughs> Would be some, someone's drilling their walls, apparently. I'm sorry. Oh, you have a neighbor that's drilling their wall? That's that's yep. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. Um, so, uh, you guys do get inside. When you walk into that first room, um, there's another buzz. Hold on one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you out while you're not talking for until they're done drilling. Okay. Yeah, mm. that's cool. Sweet. All right. So, sorry about that, everybody. Um, <laughs> joys of live broadcast. All right. Uh, so as you guys walk in, uh, as soon as you step in, you're following that ogre and he walks along and nothing really happens. You guys come in probably like 10 feet behind him and a magic mouth appears, uh, next to the doorway on the inside. And it's just a set of like Rocky horror lips. That's about 20 feet wide. And it says to you, if you are an invited guest, please wait here. If not, please wander. Touch things willy-nilly. Ignore the traps. They're just for show. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Anu's had his... I, I feel that this is has advanced my <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, I was getting worse. Everything Anu says just sounds like nonsense. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, if you need me to repeat that, what the magic mouth said was, if you're an invited guest, please wait here. If not, please wander, touch things willy-nilly, and ignore the traps. They are just for show. I'd say no. Let's just stay here and wait nicely. I mean. Nah, come on. He knows us. We can wander around. We're we're friends. The ogre did say to follow him. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome to do so. makes us invited guests. Okay, let's follow the ogre. Uh, The ogre walks through the room and heads over to a spiral staircase. 
so as uh, he gets in, walks in, it's sized, it's sized enough that a giant can walk through it. So making it up the stairs in your dragon forms is not a problem. And he steps out, goes up one floor effectively, and steps out into an area where you see before you uh, effectively a cafeteria, basically. It's set up with tables that are sized for the ogres. It's very sloppy in here. There's a lot of like spilled food and, and various sort of looks like they just kind of shove food in their face and go back to work. So cobbles then? Um, well, it's everything's ogre scaled in here. So this looks like maybe it's the ogre dining area. Um, and there's one ogre like asleep in the corner with like his feet, like he's sitting on the floor and his feet are up on the bench that's by the table. Oh, great. And he's just like... I suppose it's better than... <laughs> that's exactly what his snoring sounds like. <laughs> so, um, now here, you can actually uh, pop a squat here if you want to, Crestmar. You can sit down in your draconic form. Uh, the ogre says, uh, you can help yourselves. The dry storage is in that door. The wet food is over there. I need to go drop this stuff off. He turns around and goes back to the stairway. Very strange. So I guess, I mean, I guess we did. Like, we're here, right? Yes. Okay. Well, so let's look around the storage to see if anything drops Alessa's memory. Right. Um, you guys pop open the storage and, and start looking in. Go ahead and give me an investigation check if you don't mind. Um, you can have advantage, Kressmar, since everybody, I would assume, is partaking in this process. Yeah. Sure. 19. Excellent. So uh, with a 19, you discover that uh, they have a variety of dry and wet foods, stuffs. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the wet food storage uh, seems to be under like a permanent enchantment to keep it cold. So, there, so effectively, it's a room-sized refrigerator, which is not uncommon magic, but seems like a weird thing for ogres to have. Uh, and there's in there you'll have, uh, there's like fresh water storages, so uh, like casks of fresh water. Um, there's also some meat stored in there, um, but it's pretty sparse, and most of the meats are small jungle and woodland type creatures. So there's like squirrel and, and some snake and, and you know, some other yeah, lizard. It takes a lot of squirrels to feed on there. Yeah, it probably does. This is probably like, let me let me go grab a bag of squirrel jerky. You know, like that's, that's kind of the, the uh, impression that you get that this is like snack food. And as you open... How many it takes to feed a dragon. Right. As you open the, uh, the dry storage, that one uh, is filled with grains and, um, you know, uh, just various sort of vegetables, things along those lines that seem to have been harvested for harvested and collected for eating. But you also feel another slight flash of memory as you open this uh, as you open this door. 
of you, and this time you're in a humanoid form, though the flesh looks a little different than what you're wearing. Um, and you're standing there with the same robed wizard as he's explaining to you um, the enchantments that he's worked into the walls in here uh, to effectively, you know, he's, he's called it uh, his um, everlasting pantry spell, where when you remove supplies from this every day at dawn, it just replenishes to its original state. And you guys are having a chuckle at how useful that is. And then uh, once that's, once the laughing sort of subsides, he does turn to you and says, I, I get that it's funny, but I, I really do think that the future lies in common access to magic. With the, with the shards being everywhere, I think, I think it's a crime for us to hoard it. I think the best society we could build would be one that would be built with, with having magic in its foundations. Everyone should have access to this level of convenience. I'm starting to like this guy. And then, so wait a minute, why does he have the farm? What's that? Why does he have the farm if his pantry just refills itself? That is a beautiful question. It's for the you, for all the other medicinal plants, which I guess is part of the pantry. Yeah, you can make a arcana check. Uh, Twenty-six. Um, it stands to reason that. So, as you're looking around, you're like nothing in this room is particularly rare. Nothing in this room could be used as a particularly potent spell component. It seems as though the enchantment itself is limited by um, utility. So they must be cultivating, everything they must be cultivating must be a certain level of rarity for it to make sense, because it wouldn't be able to be summoned with this enchantment. So you're assuming none of that farm, farmable land is food at this point. It's all spell components and, and, and things of that nature. So, where does he store his uh, herb? That's a good question. How do we get to talk to him? Because if if he still is alive and he's this powerful, why not talk to him first? I mean, we've made a lot of enemies. Maybe we don't need another one. Just saying. Lessa says that's a great point. I mean, the only reason we came here this hastily is because we lost our freaking guide, and I'm kind of sick. Come on, what enemies? This guy is an old pal of mine. The pal that threatened to kill you if he ever saw you again? Great. Well, you know, we, we don't judge. We're wizards. These things happen. Yeah, you know, share some spells, yeah, threaten to kill I one another. Thought, that's... <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought that about families too, that we hate each other's guts, but then we have our backs, and then my cousin tried to kill me. He did. So um, maybe let's just play it safe this one time. What happened to him? 
the cousin who tried to kill you. She looks like you, gentle. Did you kill him back, or what? Um, I wasn't really there. You were, but wow. Are you curious is getting old? What yeah. happened? Oh, that cousin. <laughs> the mother's cousin. Wow. <laughs> See, I thought I was getting a little bit of, you know, a backstory here that we haven't experienced together. And, you know, just forgive me. Yeah. I'm to play out that a bit. <laughs> she only has... I mean, if you want, if you want to assign the same level of danger to my crazy, dying, disembodied cousin as you would to a powerful wizard that survived for millennia, fine. I mean, seems crazy to me, but okay. With that snore that you heard in the background, the ogre sits up. <laughs> You supposed to be in here? Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. What's his name? What? What? What is that bloody noise? Uh, excuse, oh my God. excuse me. Iron rations always do that to me. Oh, you should. You should. We got some fiber in here. I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna mute Anu for a minute. All right. What were you saying now? <laughs> Well, can, can we talk to the resident wizard? No, the boss man, yeah. Um, probably not. Why? Um, he doesn't take visitors. Why? Oh, uh, he's working, doesn't like his work interrupted. <laughs> Hold on. He gets up and like walks over into the dry storage and pulls out a bag of coffee beans. And like a sack of coffee beans, and he just like crushes them <laughs> and throws them into a pot. <laughs> goes over, my man, snaps his fingers and uh, points at like the stove, and a little fire kicks on. And he, uh, yeah, I got you. He sets it on the uh, on the, the fire that just automatically happened when he pointed at it, and starts boiling the coffee. All right, sorry, you had questions. Why doesn't he take visitors? Um, there's, uh, there's, uh, he's busy. He doesn't like his work interrupted. He's working on a thing. Yeah, well, see, we were supposed to see him. We, we do have an appointment. Yeah, we had the guide with us to bring us here, but. Um, oh, you have an appointment? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not with us right now, the guide. Why don't you make a Why don't you make a deception check, uh, Anu, and take advantage? What? A deception check and take advantage. Sorry. No, you're fine. It's because of the construction. <laughs> you're fine. Oh, Hold God. on. How about this, uh, Gurius? Why don't you make a perception a deception check with advantage, and uh, I'll mute Anu ah. for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Plus eleven. All right. Go for it. Uh, do you want the 23 or the 26? The 26 works just fine. Okay. All right, let me just see what this guy's uh, resistance to your... I'm riding a unicorn. ...to your charms are. Look at your man. Now look at me. Yeah. So uh, he says, all right, uh, tell you what. Ah, oh, we, just lost, we just lost a mic. Uh, we lost your video, Mike. Do, yeah. we, still, do we still hear you? 
Hello. Hey, we yeah. still hear you. Yeah, we can hear you, but we lost your video. That's how good my deception roll was. Right, your deception roll was so good, he didn't even notice there's a dragon with you now. Yeah, <laughs> hidden mic. Um, this is not the dragon you're looking for. He says, uh... Let me try to rejoin the... Oh, sure, do your thing. Um, so, uh, everything's going to look funny for a minute, but I'm going to go ahead and keep running the game. Um, so he explains to you, uh, Gurius, that, uh, that's not usual. That's weird. Uh, I don't think the Masters had a visitor since I was a boy. But, hey, welcome back. Hey. Um, I don't think the Masters had a visitor since I was a boy, but I can try to see if the head foreman can get in there and talk to him and let him know you're here. Can you tell tell him a prince is here to see him about the herb? You're, you're a prince. Yeah. I'm sure that's not going to matter in the slightest, but yeah, we'll absolutely let him know. No, no. No, the position not, but the ledge probably. Okay. I'm from Sire, and he's expecting me. Oh, but right on. You know, I, th I think I have a way of getting him to notice us. Uh -oh. Just tell him Krasimar is here to tell talk him to him. Krasimar is here to talk to him, right. Okay. He, he walks out. Suddenly, all those harmless traps become whirling Cuisinarts of the <laughs> We'll just take it one finger at a time. One finger at a time? What? <laughs> but finger could work, too. Um, about I'm the one who has to disarm them. <laughs> you have about ten minutes of, of chill time in this room. Uh, while you await an answer, are you guys going to do anything with that time? Yeah. Coffee. Coffee, coffee, and coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, you have some of the coffee. It's really good. Surprisingly well-ground for just being crushed in this dude's hand. Um, it's, I think it's a, it's a very nice bean grown in the, the highlands of dark cat, maybe. <laughs> it's fresh and beautiful and, and lovely. It's, it's, a, it's, a nice, uh, it's a nice taste. Uh, and it wakes you up plenty. Um, so about 10 minutes later, a kobold comes in. And he says, Hello, Hello. Um, I was told, I was supposed to give you a message that uh, the, uh, the master says that if you want to go see him, you can just go on up to the tower and uh, good luck. If you make it, he'll happily talk with you. I told oh. you, I told yeah. you. Now all the traps are going to turn us into paste. Uh, so, he, so he wants to play, you know, the usual games. One wizard visits another one, you know. Uh, what happened to politeness? You know, it's just that fun if we don't, if we don't try to kill each other. It's like results, but deadlier. Lester looks at you and says, this isn't fun. There's nothing fun here. This is not what fun looks like, Kresmar. <laughs> what color is fun? I will, I will definitely have to agree with Alessa on this one, but I'm pretty sure Gurrius agrees with Kresmar. No, oh, no, no. come on, he's a prankster. He won't Gurrius play. is just well. the one who has to disarm all the fucking traps. <laughs> 
Um, I'll get out my thieves tools. Cobalt says, All right. stairs in that way. Good luck. Wait, stairs. Wizard. Oh, Wizard's like the... quick question. Did you guys tap the, uh, did you, did you tap the entrance when you came in? Ah. Oh, you're going to want to do that before you try to go upstairs. It's, it's a safety precaution. This way. This way. Come. Come. One moment, please. Guys. Guys. Hmm. He's a wizard. Wizards like to live in the tops of towers. We have two bloody great fucking dragons that can fly. Why don't we just avoid these stairs and as it were, take the elevator. Make a perception check, Chrisma. You uh, had the foresight to scope that out on the way in. Um, there doesn't appear to be any exterior exposure to the top level of the tower. <laughs> Who needs exterior exposure? I've got Thunderwave. It's like a can opener for towers. <laughs> Kablooey, the lid's off. <laughs> not that I don't appreciate your um, ways, but we were supposed to try not to piss off the all-powerful wizard. He already wants to kill Chrisomar. Putting a... Deadly, deadly traps. Maybe let's not aggravate him. Sounds like he's already pretty aggravated to me. Putting an no, unrequested I mean, sunroof in his house might, might make him a little... So. I, <laughs> I still don't see a problem with it. I mean, <laughs> the cobalt says, "Come, come." Let, all right, if we gotta go touch the mouth or whatever, which that's just you. <laughs> no. Let's let's go tap the door. Not the not the mouth, not the mouth. The the the, the safety precaution. They they make us do it when we have to go give the the, the master his, his supplies. What safety precaution? Demonstrate. I'm gonna. He starts walking down the stairs. I guess I'll follow him. All right. When you get down to the bottom of the stairs, you see across from where the magic mouth manifested, um, which appears again as you walk up and says, "Oh, drat! Never mind," and disappears. Um, <laughs> Um, you see a ring of stones set in the wall. Uh, each of them has a, a rune on it. Uh, one of the runes is glowing at this point. Um, I take that back. Two of the runes are glowing, leaving four that are not. So it's six runes in a circle. Uh, Kresmar, give me a history check as you look at this device. Thank you remember him putting this in there um, and explaining to you, Lessa, and there were like three other people there. Um, one of them is uh, was a human, one of them was a gnome, and one of them was an orc. And he's explaining the way that this thing functions. And what he's saying to you basically is, um, because of the nature of the traps that I'm going to be putting at the top end of this tower, uh, we cannot take a risk that one of us might fail to disarm or uh, surpass them. So I've built this safety precaution in, in case. If ever you come to visit, simply touch one of the runes 
and say the activation word, which is charmed, and the rune starts glowing. And if you should fall victim to a trap, you will reappear here. As if no time had passed since you touched it. Oh, great. It's only going to work once. Make sure you touch it again if you decide to use it again. Once you leave about a mile of this place, it doesn't work anymore. Everybody got that? It's important. I don't want any tears if somebody gets disemboweled because they didn't touch this first. Disemboweled? <laughs> and the memory fades. <laughs> Les is looking at it like... I don't know what he's doing down there. <laughs> Les is looking at it like... Like, like she thinks she recognizes it, but she's not sure. Hmm. She puts a paw on it. So what happened to your memory? I, I, I don't know. I really don't. Do I have any idea? Make an arcana check. Well, dragons sometimes will forget even relatively significant details over the span of thousands of years. This seems a bit much. Seems like maybe she's undergone some sort of a mystic uh, effect, some sort of a mind block. Something has pulled this memory out from her. Might have been her, might have been you, might have been the wizard that's upstairs. We'll have to have that checked out. I'll make sure we get it looked at the next time we're at House Jurassic. So, you touch the rock, and you say charmed, and uh, the nasty things don't disembowel you. Wow, great. She touches the rock and says, charmed. <laughs> before, you, before you see the, the light, you're, you're back here, and you touch the rock again. And you say charmed. Okay. Great. I'm just going to do just that. Charmed. <laughs> Seems like oh. a rather lame safe word, but uh, I'll like be doing it as well. Uh, you're activating it as well, Anna? Yep. All right. I already said that. So now all of the runes are glowing and the cobalt says, Okay, now you're okay to go upstairs. Uh be careful. So wait, have, have you gone there anytime soon? I've gone, yes. I've, I've taken the master supplies before, yes. So can you tell us where the traps are? All over the place. So here's the deal. You will not want to go at all onto... This is the second floor, okay? The first floor is underneath us. And that's basically a toilet. Nothing to see down there. I would recommend against going there. Unless you have to go to the loo, in which case it's probably fine. Go there. Right. <laughs> there's a there's a prestidigitation effect that the master cast there that makes it sort of flowery, but I mean really you're trying to cover up the waste of about twenty ogres and probably a hundred kobolds, all told. It's pretty stinky. So um, it's like mystic poopery. <laughs> 
I don't know if you've ever used poopery, but it's, it's similar to that, but it's magic. Anyways, don't go there unless you need to use it. This floor is fine unless you activate those three guards. He points at three, like, pieces of wall that you can't see the difference. They will eat your face. They're not nice. But as long as you're accompanied by one of us, you're probably fine. Um, probably. Yeah, probably. Don't probably. attack anyone. As long as nobody, like, throws a punch or something, then it's fine. Um, okay. Next floor up, we've got, you know, the living quarters. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, there's a, there's a, you know, a nice little place for eating. And then we've got a bit of a, a disused uh, brig that we used to use for, you know, if somebody was out of line, whatever, out of sorts for the day. You know. Hey, you're off sides, and we throw them in the brig. Um, haven't had to use it in probably 20 years. So as you get up to the fifth floor... That's where we sleep. Nothing really to see there. You know, it's, it's where the ogres have their room. The kobolds have their room. It's not really, you know, it's not enforced or anything, but I mean, just by size, you know, it's not, the, the boss isn't like a segregationist or something. It's just, you know, it's easier to put big beds in one room and little beds in the other. I feel like I'm explaining too much. Anyways, as we go up to, uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> As we go up further, this is where things begin to get interesting. On the sixth floor... Interesting. Oh. On the sixth floor, that's the master's bedchamber. He doesn't really sleep there anymore, though. I don't think he's been in there in probably about a century or so. Um, it smells like that anyway. It's bad. It's filthy. But... Um, I would recommend not going in there. It's filled with webs and traps and, and all sorts of deadly... It's, there's enchantments on things. Uh, there's very bad no-touchy rule in that floor. Uh, one of... Never touch your wizard's pajamas. One of my cousins... Yeah, people say that. That's insane. Um, <laughs> one of my cousins actually went in there as a child and exploded. So I would recommend avoiding it entirely. Is he still there? No, no, he didn't touch the runes first. He, he didn't listen. That's the price you pay. That's how I learned not to go in that room. So, um, as we go past that to the second... No, I thought I meant in the room. Oh, probably. I don't think anyone goes in there to clean. Um, as you go up to the seventh floor... Alina, am I on your drugs? <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way to the seventh floor, that's Scooter's room. I would recommend probably not going into Scooter's room if you can avoid it. Scooter. Uh, yes. Scooter. Uh, Scooter is the master's pet gray render. What? <laughs> Make an arcana check. Plenty. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Seven. Or, you're welcome to explain this if you wish to to them. Uh, In Kresmar, small words. A gray render. So a gray render is a, um, basically it's like this bizarre monstrosity that um, 
they're huge. They've got like stone-like skin, and they're they've got sharp, pointy teeth. They're extremely aggressive and extremely um, brutal and strong and extremely loyal. So, like a gray render will usually meet like if one person treats that gray render nicely, that gray render will then just follow it around like a puppy dog and act extremely loyal, be extremely protective, sometimes too protective. So like, for example, you know, if you meet up with somebody and shake their hand, the gray render might think it's trying to attack you and eat it. You know, oh, I, I'm kind of liking what um, Ebon1313 says in the Twitch chat. You think you're totally going in that room? <laughs> gonna have to make that happen, even though I just said noob. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning toward it now. No. Uh, and, and past, and past. Oh, come on, I've seen, I've seen a lot weirder choices for pets from Wizard. This is pretty ordinary. Past Scooter's room, uh, we don't know what's in there. It's a closet. I think that maybe the, maybe the boss keeps his spare robes in there. Though I don't think he's ever changed, actually. I wonder if he baits. Anyway, no, you know what? I bet he uses prestidigitation. Anyways, um, he's a workaholic. I, I don't know if this is coming across, but he doesn't leave. Ever. Um, so when you get up past Scooter's... There was a time when I forgot to eat for a few hundred years. It's normal. Sure, of course. Um, weirdo. Um, anyways, uh, so... <laughs> uh, when you get past Scooter's room, this is where things start to get very interesting, okay? So, uh, right there, you will find the, um, this is the... So, what does Scooter eat? What does Scooter eat? Yeah. Everything. Five Okay. So... Yeah, I mean, stuff. We, we, I don't know where he gets his food. He's hungry. He eats. We don't feed him. That's the boss's job. But he doesn't leave his workplace. Well, I mean, he, he might be teleporting food down there. Well, let's hope so. I mean, Scooter's alive. I can tell you that because I hear him scratching at the door when I take the master food. So, past that... You will find the orrery. I would recommend not going in there either. Uh, you can... Eighth floor? Yes. So the orrery, um, it's a model of the cosmos. And you can actually bring about manifest zones on that floor by moving the, the, the moons. So I would recommend not doing that if you can help it. You're waving a red flag in front of me. <laughs> it's it's like you're tapping into my subconscious and putting all the shiny things in front of Garius. And then the like, can he resist the tendency to push the tiny red, the shiny red candy-like button? <laughs> no, I probably not. I'm I'm banking on no. Um. <laughs> So then as you get to the top, once you pass the orrery, um, you will find the, uh, the boss's work room. And that's where he sleeps. And works. 
mostly works. So the ninth floor is the boss is the boss level. Yes. And the traps between here and then. Oh, I mean, it's not too bad. Uh, as long as you stay on the stairway, you're probably fine. <coughs> um, probably. Yes. Uh, after after the fifth floor, things get a little sticky. Sticky. Yeah, there's a lot of webs. Fabulous. It's like you cast a web spell everywhere. So how do you get through it? Oh, um, I am not supposed to tell you. Oh, but how are we then going to get to talk to the master? Anna is going to put his best smile on, obviously. Give me, give me a persuasion check with advantage. Oh, wait. A ting of light off the tooth. Where's my persuasion? If goblins wore pants, or if uh, kobolds wore pants, they'd be charmed right off. Right, exactly. You're charming his scales right off. 14. I that he looks at you sheepishly and says, okay, listen. I'm part, I'm part of a bloodline of kobolds that have been here for... Um, since, I don't know, forever, I guess. We've always served. Those of my bloodline can get into, can, can pass the traps. It's part of the enchantment. So, how many kobolds can I hit underneath my arm? Oh, how many can you fit under your arm? I thought you said, how many kobolds can I eat? And I was like, Jesus, probably all of them. <laughs> I mean, you could theoretically football carry this kobold for sure. You could probably grab two or three of them. I yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I tell, I tell you what. Ask him nicely to walk ahead of us. Hey, little guy, did you ever want to fight a dragon? Do I? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Let's ah. yes. He hops up on the back. <laughs> oh yeah, this is going to be one fun ride. We're I just think, going to go up these steps. I think we should all climb up on Cressomar because he's got the magic cobalt. Yeah. yeah, you can give the cobalt a massage. Um, Lessa says, I guess I'll just wait down here. No. 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 You, should, you can. You should change and come along with us. Okay. Yes. She turns back into human and hops on the back. So you're pretty weighed down right now. Like this is a lot of people for your dragon form because you're not like full on total dragon. You know what I mean? You're. I mean you're full. You're in full dragon form, but you're only like in, like a teenager. I don't remember what the exact. You're not like a full grown adult dragon. Twenty three. Right. So I mean it's. It's not so much like the weight of the people as much as it is the space they are t occupying on your body. Because you're still relatively small for a dragon. Well, as long as I can make it up the steps. Yeah, you, you're able to do so. That's fine. And we'll cover what happens when you get on that stairwell as soon as we get back from our five-minute break. We're going to take five real quick because it's 11.05 Central. 
Um, let everybody run to the restroom, uh, except Alina, who can't run anywhere. Um, I'm, I'm oh. sorry. I don't do this on purpose. It just happens. I need like at least 10 minutes for a trip to the bathroom, which is like just out the door. Do you? Okay, quick question. Do you need a 10 minute break right now? Because we can no, take No, right, I'm fine. On. I just need the five minute break to get my pain meds. All right, cool. Drug, uh, <laughs> Alina, get high. Everybody else at the bathroom. Um, or if you're in, if you're watching, watching from like Washington State, get high. Um, Do both. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll be back in about five minutes. As soon as I can find game show. Okay. We're back. Yay! Yay. That happens so much better on this new machine. Let me tell you, I just click it and it happens. It's fucking amazing. All right. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to um, like jinx it or anything, but I think we're not twitching anymore. Oh wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's true. I the new I have a a brand new um, new to me. It's actually used, but it's new to me. iMac that's like four times faster in RAM and processor speed than my last computer. Um, so I was hoping it would lead to some improvements with the stream. Audience, let us know if the quality's better. Um, we do it all for you. So. Uh, speaking of things that we're about to do for your amusement, you guys are going to go up these stairs. <laughs> All right. Oh, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> As you cross the threshold of the fifth floor, another magic mouth appears. This time, the, the magic mouth says to you, Make sure I get this exactly right because the wording is important. Not gonna like this, are we? Nope. Ah, yes, it says, Oh, great and powerful adventurers. Your might and cunning is far superior to my paltry defenses. You may now disable my traps. The password is. And the magic mouth disappears. We will stay very silent. I will open my mouth, but I will not produce a sound. <laughs> Nothing happens. You're just sitting there. There's web, like there's webbing, like filling the, the stairwell above you, and you see various skeletal remains of adventurers with like equipment hanging off of them, like stuck in the webs. Um, what is the sound of one hand clapping? <laughs> Yeah. Uh. yeah, there's probably like I would say ten bodies that you can see in this stairwell. You try to grab stuff off the bodies as you go by. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> um, as you step forward, uh, your snout is out far enough that you pierce the webbing before the before it starts to part. Um, so real quick, go ahead and give me a strength saving throw. Obviously using the dragon's form strength. 25. All right, you push past, like, snarling, and you rip the webs, but as soon as you get to where the goblin is parallel with, with where the webbing is, the webbing parts. Gurius, give me a, a, a sleight of hand check, if you don't mind. 
do 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 do. <laughs> well, I have a plus six. Good. But I rolled a one. <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> so you reach over to get something and you feel like it on like your the tip of your finger touches this sword and the sword starts glowing with like this arcane magical energy. And you can tell that this is the most powerful weapon you've ever been in the presence of. And your finger no, slips just... right past the end of it and you feel the ground start rushing towards you and then a hand on your back as Lessa catches you and pulls you back up onto the dragon and says, don't do that again. <laughs> I'll make frantic butt, butt, butt face, but try to remain silent, you know. Ah, the, the shiny thing. <laughs> It'll still be here on the way down. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, you sort of push your way through, uh, realizing that you yourself are not actually benefiting much from the presence of this goblin, but everybody else is, so that's a good thing. Um, give me a... Careful, I know a guy who had stuff rigged to when you touch them, to teleport to a room full of flesh-eating ghouls. I, I don't know why he did that. You know. It's probably because he's not nice. Um. <laughs> no, no he, he wasn't one of the people I've ever met. Um, go ahead and make another strength saving throw for me, if you don't mind, Kresmar. Strength. What's up? Great. Can you can you like link me to that site you used to roll stuff? Because I just threw my my D twenty under the bed and I. Oh, no! oh Jesus! Yeah, hang, hang on, hang on. Oh no! That's the worst thing to happen so far. It's in the it's in the Zoom chat. <laughs> Remind me when I come over tomorrow. To get it <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hate this shit. That's awful. I'm sorry. Oh, God. It's still... I hate to say this, but it's still kind of funny. Shut I up. Mean, it, not, not a lot, but... A little. Just kind of. A little. Um, so, as you try to move forward from the 6th to the 7th floor, you get stuck. Like, your head gets stuck. And the goblin... Or the goblin... The kobold climbs up to the top of your head... And as he does so, the webs part, and then he pulls back, and you're able to move forward another flight of stairs before you have to make another strength saving throw, if you don't mind. So I have to make another one. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Ooh, 25 again. Right, you rip through the next floor's webbing. Um, now there's nothing in these webs. Like, it's just raw webbing. There's no bodies. Nobody's made it this far, as near as you can tell. As you pass uh, the floor where the gray render is, you can hear this extra-dimensional bestial growl coming out from behind the door that's accompanied with the cutest little, like, going on at the door as well. So, like, there's this thing that's, like, it's, like, growling horrifically and scratching at the door like a little cat trying to get out. Um, but it has... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good boy. Um, it starts yipping. Uh, make an insight check with disadvantage. 
Do gray renders commonly sound like Pomeranians? Oh. Not usually, no. Would you? Eight. Eight? Yeah, no. Doesn't ring any bells. You get to the final doorway that leads into uh, leads to the top floor. Um, you see a symbol like floating by the doorway. Um, Goblin says, "I better, I better do that one." And he jumps off and leaps forward and touches the symbol, and it fades out. He says, "All right, you got a minute," and he throws the door open. Thank you. I'll wait here. We'll be back. Thank you. Yeah, let's rush through because we have a minute. You guys rush through and come out through the door. As you step into the into the room, uh, you immediately see a sarcophagus, like a stone ass from a fucking like tomb sarcophagus with the lid off. Um, oh, good. Inside the sarcophagus, you see a number of arcane symbols, probably like twenty. So you get the impression that if somebody who's not attuned to the sarcophagus touches it, about 20 protect- protective spells are going to go off. Um, hmm. And across the room, you hear glass break. As you spin around and like step around the, the stairwell, uh, the, continue, the, the tube for the stairwell effectively continues upward to the ceiling. As you step around, you see a frail old man, gray-haired, down to his knees, beard, same length, eyes riddled with cataracts. He's wearing robes that are more loose associations of thread than they are actual clothing. He's got dirt caked on him. Various herbs and shit under his nails that are about this long. It's a sad state when a wizard has become so depressed that he can't even cast prestidigitation. He looks over and squints at you. Why are you in my home? A fireball appears in his hand. <laughs> Settle down, old man. I'm, I'm a red dragon. You're not going to hurt me with a fireball. Everybody might hurt me. <laughs> you... I'm Cressamar, don't you remember? If I ever see you again, I'll kill you or something like that. He steps forward, like, limply and reaches over and grabs, like, a a staff and uses it to correct himself as he walks up closer to you. Still a fireball in his hand. I remember you being taller. (laughs) I aged backwards. Is it you? It's a chronic condition. It's awful. Take your human form. Uh, well, this is, I guess. Oh, okay. I'll do it as a courtesy. Now you shift back into your human form. Mm-hmm. He dispel. He lets the fireball disappear out of his hand and reaches forward and touches your face. And then drops his staff and touches your face with his other hand and then falls to his knees and starts openly weeping. I'm so glad you've come. Are you okay? Death is coming for me. I've outlived the longevity potions they don't, they don't hold anymore. 
I've been working. I've been working tirelessly. There's so much left to do. There's so much, so much left to do. Things went so wrong. There's so much left to fix. You have to, you have to help me. You have to help me figure out, figure out a new formula for this longevity potion. You're the only one that can I do see. it. I see. Help the man. He can't very much save me if he's dead. Ever the pragmatist. <laughs> Oh. Oh. I mean, kudos for staying in character. <laughs> I wanted to say I'm the only one with one leg in the, you know. In the grave, <laughs> but, but then, that's, that's a double pun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's just like pawing at you at this point. He says, "You have you have to help. It's beyond my ability. I don't know what to do. I can't die, Cressmar." So sad. Uh, so, do I have any idea if there's any way to help him? Um, you can start looking around at what he's got. Like, do I know anything about longevity potions? I mean, eventually, that type of magic will um, just stop being helpful. Um, the, the mortal lifespans are meant to have a limit and there will eventually come a point where that magic will stop working. Now, provided nothing strange has happened, he's been inhabiting this body for like 10,000 years. It's probably past that point. There are, go ahead and make a arcana check for me if you don't mind. There's other solutions that you're aware of that might be able to um, offer an alternative. Ooh. Uh, it's possible that, like, if, if he had a cloning spell, that might do it. Um, if he... Quick, find a vampire. Doing the cloning spell, clone you at your current age? The cloning spell, uh, no, not necessarily. You, when you make a clone, you can artificially age it to any age up to your current age. That's a very mm. high-level spell. It's a super high-level spell. A wish spell would probably save his ass. Um, I still think we can, find a vampire. He could die and get true resurrected, maybe. A vampire would still would also stick him in his current frail state. Yeah, but he'd still live forever. He says, also, you know, the other option. Unless a vampire just bites him and starts sucking dust. <laughs> the other option? Yeah, the other option. What's that? We're not going to use the other option. What, killing him? No. no. Leech them. Oh, yeah. That's a, that is that is an option. That is possible. In his current frail state, the transition would probably kill him. Most likely. He says, you don't understand. If, if, if I die... And, and the Zyruth gets my soul. He will have access to all of our knowledge from when, from when that damned machine of yours was built. Cool. The Zyruth. Make a history. Make a history check. 
29. He's the he's the beholder that's in Zoriat that has one of the components of the of the schema. So how would you try and make him your knowledge? I had to get rid of that damned machine. So I bargained with him. What did you do? I promised him that at the time of my death, I would grant him control of my soul if a son would rise after I died and he would take your stupid calculator and stuff it in the farthest, darkest reaches of, of Zoriat. I wish you never made that damn thing. Well, it was an interesting device. For the moment, I've also come to help my uh, current friend, dispossessed prince of something or other. And I suppose we can help you too. Oh, that's kind of you. What is your friend name? Prince of something or other? What the hell, Cresimar? I, I don't think he knows what Sai is. He's been locked in this room for thousands of years, so at least... Communicated with our freaking guide about the cure. He knows what Sai is. He, he knows about the disease. He reaches over and starts, like, just slapping on his face. Oh, yes, you're the pretty one. So yes, I am. I was, I was told there would be one of you coming after my route. Yeah, I was going to come and save my family. I got sick on the way here, and our stupid guide died. Oh, that's inconvenient. Mm. He, he's excuse me, and he's like just sits on the floor. <laughs> you have to forgive me. Talking is a little exhausting. Okay, um, I was told not to give you the root. Why? And by whom? An envoy of the Lord of Blades. Oh, that fucker again! Did you listen to a random toaster? We, we should probably mention now that the toaster is probably after schema. Yeah. I learn it from a book. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, are we back? Let's try refreshing. Okay, let me try. Hey, look, guys, we're back. Sorry yeah, about I, that. I think we're back. That was weird. Yay, we're back. Oh, it's that just... Was Twitch being Twitch, game show being game show. Sorry about that. So, uh, hopefully this catches you up to speed. Um, so he says, that's a hell of a way to talk about your children, Kresmar. And Kresmar, you start to remember that when you first completed the calculator, you started pressing its limits, seeing how far its manipulations of the Draconic Prophecy could go. Uh, in one of those experiments, you created what was 
effectively the first war forged and built the schema by which like created the schema with that schema by which war forged were created so you this gives you two reckon, two things that you remember one that you're ultimately responsible for war forged and two um, that the calculator itself can actually create new schema out of nothing. I mean, if we go to the Lord of Blades, can you, can you slap him across the face and say you're a poor excuse for a son? Do better? Uh, he's trying his best. <laughs> you and what have you done with Krasimov? <laughs> where's the guy where's the kind of befuddled bumbling dude that just subsisted entirely on wine and potatoes <laughs> he woke up this morning and realized he was a dragon um, oh my god so you remember that you unlocked Krasimov's memories <laughs> and they're slowly streaming back ah uh. So all going to die. Yes. He says, I mean, uh, really? You didn't expect this? That we're all going to die? I mean, the moment I started guessing Kresomar was a dragon, which was before uh, Travis was kind enough to, re to release that information, um, I knew we were all going to die. <laughs> I mean, eventually everything dies. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. The I'm sick right now. I'm sick right now, and the wizard is about like two seconds away from passing out. And, right, he's yeah. like a he's like a, a rough jostling away from the end. Yeah, um, dragging my memory. Uh, I forgot all about that. You know, you forget things from time to time. You know, well, not, not all children are good children. My point is, you and your hubris created these situations and now I have to live I have to live forever to keep your mess cleaned up true of us all Look, I think you're stressing right. yourself out way too much you don't have to take responsibility for all my mistakes I can, I'm trying to sort things out so I didn't stop you this means it's my fault and I can't believe you're still running around with him. She, he points at, uh, points at Lessa. She goes, whoa, dude, I don't even recognize you. You see, he, I told you we forget things sometimes. He kind of looks off into space for a second and goes, oh, right. I forgot what I did What did that. you do? Now listen, don't, don't stress yourself out. You made mistakes. You, you wanted to stop me. You didn't. It was a mistake, probably. It's okay. I, I forgive you. Oh, coming from you, that means almost nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you feel better. <laughs> I will just place the digitation on you if you want. You probably feel better with the shower. Oh, yes. Yes, I am filthy. <laughs> he snaps his fingers and he, he's clean again. Sorry. Okay. We have to solve this problem 
there are tumors growing in this body and I'm, I'm on death's door. So is so is he? Hey, if I polymorph him, would he take the health of the creature I polymorphed him into? Um, he would remain healthy for the duration of the polymorph in the uh, animal form, and then he uh, would die. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't cure very long. Right. Um, make a investigation check for me, Chris Martin. While you're doing that, um, you were saying, Gurius, about what, what, what is it that uh, your friend needs to not die? Yeah, he needs, uh, needs the, the MacGuffin, MacGuffin room to not die. I need that for my longevity potions. Ah. Well, let me put it this way. While they're struggling here to stay alive so that nobody gets the schema, my friends and I have to run around here in the real world and stop the Kenneth from building it again. So I kind of need your help to keep me alive so we can prevent the schema from being turned into that computer thingy that messed up everything. You're working. This ends up being a palm pilot. I'm going to be really pissed off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're working to stop it from being constructed, Cresmar? Maybe you have learned the area of your ways. Um, yes, what, we are. What'd you get on your roll? Nineteen. As he's, as they're talking and he's being crotchety in your direction, uh, you look around and you see like you see his spell book, and as you walk over to it to start flipping through the pages, you say the um, safety word for each page. You notice that each page has a a symbol on it. Um, but you're able you're able to say the activation word for each one like you remember it. Like you've looked through this spell book a number of times. And you flip to the page where the clone spell is transcribed. So can I use it as a scroll? You can't use it as a scroll, um, but you know that he's got it in his spell book. Yeah, let's I can cast this. No. Are you kidding me? That magic's beyond me. I am going to look at the old wizard and go. Okay, first of all, the longevity potions don't work anymore on you, so the roots useless for you. Uh, second, I see you have the clone spell. Are you not able to cast it? Clone spell? Let me see that. He tries to get up and then falls back down. Perhaps it's Anu better. Anu is going to go steady him and help him out a bit. Thank you, dear boy. He uh, walks over. Your pretty. You are. He pats you on the face. <laughs> <laughs> he walks over and looks at the spell book. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I know the clone spell. <laughs> Grasimar, I know the clone spell. You know what this means? Is it before you die, maybe? I probably already did. 
Go away. I've spent the last 500 years trying to fix this longevity potion. I need to sleep. It's okay, old man. You, who are you making mistakes? I, I need to sleep, or I can't cast anything. How on earth did you spend all your spell slots? Anyway. <laughs> um, I'll prepare that in the morning. You're welcome to stay up here. Can we, can we like, get the root now? They don't need it? Oh, oh. Oh, the MacGuffin root. That's what you needed, yes? Yeah. <laughs> Absolute. Merry Christmas. You, you can have all of it. It's fine. I have clones. I know the clones spell, Grasmar. I'll live. Thank you. Glad to help. Is this almost makes up for everything you've done. Oh, by the way, I forgot your name. My name is Zephon. Oh, yeah, I think someone mentioned it. <laughs> he climbs into his sarcophagus and the lid fl like flops over it. After about 20 seconds of you guys just kind of standing there awkwardly, the sarcophagus lid opens back up and he sits up and says a couple of things, makes a gesture, and each one of you starts sparkling a little bit. And then he says, Finally! The guards and wards' spells should no longer affect you. You may move unhindered th through the keep. Oh, thank you. And he lays back down. Sir Catherine goes back over. Interesting oh, well, well. choice of bed. Hmm. Well, as you can see, he's rather paranoid. The thing is trapped to high heaven. I'm just going to turn to Alyssa and say, um... That was weird, but can you locate the root now? I, I suppose it's here if he was working on it. She walks over and grabs a sampling of it off of the table. Says, yeah, this is it. Yeah. We need to take a lot of that with us. If it works on me, which is still a big if. Well, one way to find out. We have a lab. She walks over and like pours out a beaker and blows in it a couple times and slice, slices her wrist. She grabs a bowl and starts grinding up the root. Jesus. Things I don't I, want to die this young. Things I do for my uh, friends. She pours Starts mixing it up, says a few words, grabs a couple of other components from the room. And as she finally starts stirring it, once the last component's in, you see it like a couple of sparkles form in it, and um, it starts to emanate a very, very soft reddish glow. And she hands it to you and says, Bottoms up. Bottoms up. I drink it, it won't go. Make a constitution saving throw, please. Constitutional saving throw? Yep. That's not good. Uh, wait, con plus six. Uh, sorry. You're good. I have to find everything. It's all right. 17. All right. Excuse me. You drink it down. 
Um, it tastes bitter. Mm. And as soon as it hits your stomach, you feel like a small turf war going on in your uh, digestive system. Oh, shit. So, like, we're hearing noises like her neighbors with the thing earlier? Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> nice. Phew, I'm going to go open a window. <laughs> There's no window. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. Anu drops to his hands and knees and starts retching. Ah. And as he retches, he doesn't explode. Uh, some fluid comes out. I'm hiding behind the dragon. Followed by that fluid, uh, like a shadowy sort of tentacle pours forth out of Anu's face. And that tentacle shoots upward and takes the shape of a shadow demon. Roll initiative. Ah! <laughs> Oot. Let's see. What'd you get, Chris? Five. <laughs> With this thing out of me, am I back to max hit points or not? Yes, but you will not be able to... Well, yeah, if you like cast a healing spell or something, yeah, your hit point max goes back up. All the uh, effects of the disease reverse themselves. You're fine. Okay, so I'm no longer diseased. I don't know where I'm taking that out. I don't think that you had, poisoned. Uh, you had the poison condition. I, I was poisoned, yeah. So that's gone. Uh, you click here on your uh, HP, I think. And, uh, no, on conditions underneath HP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there are active conditions. Okay. What did you yeah, get on there. your... Yeah, What'd you get on your initiative, Grace? And I think you need oh, to remove uh, modifier from the HP. That's about it. All right. So, yeah, the first initiative goes to Ani. Um, you're technically prone right now, so you can use half your movement to stand up. How far is this thing from me? I mean, five feet. You can attack it from prone, but you'll be at disadvantage. Or you can spend half your movement, stand up. And... I'd rather stand up and hit it. With everything I've got. All right. Uh, let me find my. Where's my sword? Oh, there we are. Uh, I'm gonna hit the bastard with the sword, the long sword. Excellent. Go ahead and make your attack check, please. Just a second. Sure. Fourteen plus how much? Eleven. Twenty-five. That hits. Is that sword magical? Um, it's a plus not, something. Not really. It's a plus something, but it's a plus to my armor, I think. Let me just check. No, it was a plus. I thought it was a, I thought it was a masterwork, so it was a plus one. Uh, plus to bonus to attack and damage rolls. But that was from, but that was not from magic, right? That was because of the quality of the it's sword, enchanted. or was it enchanted? Okay, all right. Go ahead and roll your damage then. Okay. Um, even without that, it would be twenty-three, I think. No, it's not about the bonus. That's fine. You hit. Um, um, I was trying to see if its damage resistance applied, but if it's a magic sword, then it doesn't. Wait, one d eight. D eight. Where are you? D eight. Oh. Eleven. Nice. 
Um, and you have a second attack, correct? Yes, of course I have a second attack. Hit it again. Um, 21 to hit. 21 hits. Okay, and... Mm-mm-mm. Wait. Ten. All right. So it takes a total of 21 points of damage. You come up, you just stand up and like, as you're drawing your sword, like coming up from the first knee, bring it across his chest and just swipe back around and it lets out this horrific, <laughs> as it like starts to split, but then pull itself back together. That brings us to Durius. What would you like to do? Oh, Sunblade, baby. Right. You're you're close enough to just step in, uh, All right. open a can of whoop ass in, if I can. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen hits. This is radiant. Eleven points of radiant damage. Good lord. Um, that's a bad day for our friend here, because uh, that's twenty-two points of radiant damage. All right. Um, do you have any other additional actions or bonuses or anything like that you'd like to take? Um, hang on. I think I do. Forgive me. Um. <laughs> oh, come on, you little bastard thing. Yeah, I can, as a bonus action, um, give Anu inspiration. Bardic right. Inspiration. You hand a Bardic Inspiration die to Anu. And you're, D8. Yeah, your die's a D8 now, so you can add a D8 to your next D20 roll if you like. Um, but that first brings us to uh, Kresmar. What would you like to do? No, it brings us to the Shadow Demon. Uh, the Shadow Demon is going to try to run like a motherfucker. Um, it's going to take the disengage action because it doesn't want to get stabby stabbed, and it's going to move 30 feet away from you toward the wall. So it's basically at the edge of the wall when it gets to Crestmore's turn. Blast. So what about Alessa? She's going last. Yeah, she's, she's, just going, she's just going to go last. Okay. Uh, firebolt, I guess. Nice. Nine. All right. You fire wide. Lessa is going to mind spike that son of a bitch. And it got a natural one on its save. <laughs> Way to go, kill, steal, and NPC. Lovely. Eight, eight, and seven. What's what happens when you run around with dragons? <laughs> All right. Uh, it's still up. With one hit point. Uh, that brings us to uh, Anu. Anu, good. Um. 
You know, I'm curious what kind of protections that sarcophagus has. Maybe we should uh, push the demand into it. Um, yeah, maybe not, because uh, there's the wizard. Just kill it. But big boom, beautiful firework. <laughs> Just, ah, uh, no, we'll get caught in the boom. That's not good, getting caught in the boom. I'll just fireball the bastard. Excellent. Uh, go ahead and uh, make your spell attack check, please. Wait. And like I said, you can add your d8. No, no, you can't. Yeah, you can add your d8 to the yep. attack roll. It's not damage. It's, it's 21. Is it enough? Oh, yeah, 21 is enough. Then I'm not. I'm keeping my d8 for and you whatever don't, else. You don't, you don't need to roll. It, it just... It, Blasts against the wall and and dissipates into nothingness. Yeah, that's what you get for infecting my friend. So it really is a freaking demonic curse. This stupid disease. Apparently, that's fucked up. Maybe we should cook up another batch for Uncle Fester. He's dead, isn't he? No. We don't care, do we? Uh, I thought he blew himself to smithereens. No. Oh. No, um, he, uh, no he, he tried to blow himself up and you had to stop him. Uh, oh. I think, I think we, need, we, need, we need to brew as much of this as we can. And then when the wizard is cloned, work out the deal between him and, you know, Sayer so that he can deliver more of this plant. Because there, are, there's so much we can carry, and from what I hear, a lot of people are affected, not just the Sayer Royals anymore. Isn't that true? I'm still curious to see what would happen. It's possible. Oh yeah, no, I agree. We should try to. Oh, because of the advanced nature of his infection. Yep. Mm. Always thinking like a wizard. Um. That's where we're going to wrap things up, guys. It's 11.56 Central Time. So you guys have uh, cured Anu. You've met with Zifan and learned a little bit more of the backstory of this calculator uh, and of Kresmar and of how Kresmar, how the Lord of Blades is Kresmar's fault on top of everything else. That's Kresmar's fault. (laughs) The Creation Forge. That's something. <laughs> so, um, any questions, comments, complaints, concerns before we move forward? We're we're leveling up, right? No. Didn't you guys just level? It's I been a month. That's not dry. Not yet, but I mean, not yet. Try. Not yet, but soon. Um. So, uh, real quick, just want to go over uh, various announcements and whatnot. Let's start with. Uh, so, you, Lena, what's new? Um, so, I did launch a new book. I had absolutely no time to promote it because I was sick and then I broke my leg. It's The Fall of Darkness, which is the third book in my Vampire Urban Fantasy. It was released on August 3rd. It's available everywhere. And if you haven't read this series yet, the first book, The Edge of Hope, is free on any ebook retailer. So, um, yeah, check that out. Everything else is on hold because um, broken leg. That'll happen. Heal up. We're, we'll we'll be here telling you that every week. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, so check out Fall of Darkness. It's available uh, 
all of your fine ebook and print on demand, yes? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Because broken leg. <laughs> That'll get in the way of an alarmingly large number of things. Uh, Mike, you yeah. got anything you want to tell the world about today? Well, I've been sick with pneumonia since forever, so. Yeah, these I dudes. Didn't, no. I haven't been too much. I'm so glad you guys lived. Yeah. I was I was worried we might be down a player, and then, then I gotta find a new cast member. And it's been, you know. Yeah, it's a bother. Such a pain in the ass. Auditioning <laughs> now. Right, yeah, no, yeah, no health-wise, it hasn't been the best year for us. And uh, at this point, my only wish is that we take turns. God damn it. Yeah, no shit. Stop fucking yourselves up at the same time. Um, so hopefully this is the end of it, and the rest of your year is filled with health and 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 f good fortune. Um, speaking of health and good fortune, Bob, what have you got for us today? I just released a new Ebron supplement to the DMs Guild called Gurius's Guide to Stormreach. Woo! And yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, can, it's basically um, I took all of the inns, taverns, bars that I could find in the pre in edition uh, literature from previous editions, and put them all into one book with, you know, what Gurius thinks of them, what you can find there. Oh, yeah, and brothels. There are some brothels. There are some brothels. And some uh, pit fighting rings and places where you can arm wrestle for fun and profit. Um, rules to encompass alcoholism and a new <laughs> character background for it called the Stormreacher. Nice. Um, which you can choose if you're a native of Stormreach, and of course your DM allows it. That's up on the, the guild right now for uh, a whole buck and a quarter, I think. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I'll be adding to it over the course of a couple of weeks, because of course, like every time I come up with something to release at 2.30 in the morning or something like that, the morning before release, you wake up and remember all the things you could put in it but haven't. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm going to have to go through and add it. But, yeah, that that's well, where I am right now. Well, and I think that that's, like, becoming the Eberron trend because I've, I've seen other people do that. Obviously, the Eberron book itself is doing that. They're putting yeah. things out and then, like, oh, we're going to keep updating it. But, you know, you already got it, so you get three updates. Me and Chris did the same thing with the Wandslingers yep. guide. Because um, yep. we put it out there and we were like, oh, this doesn't have a wizard in it. Yeah. Um, maybe we should. <laughs> and eventually, you know, if, if I don't watch myself, the thing will be like 30 pages long and you can still buy it for a dollar and a quarter. Right. That's true. So, or once you buy it for a dollar and a quarter, you get access to all the updates. Yeah, it doesn't suck. Yeah, no, it's a nice deal. It's up in the chat right now. It's also oh, going awesome. to be in the. Uh, Going to be in the description on this video, and I don't know if we've actually had a chance to discuss this with everyone here live during a game, but this is now a podcast, which can be downloaded everywhere where you download fine quality podcasts, including iTunes. Um, so please, if you're if you need to catch up, head there. The whole archive's up. Um, subscribe because that's lovely. Uh, also, we have our. our on Facebook, if you go to facebook.com forward slash, I believe it's Calculated Risks or Calculated Risks Eberron. Um, but if you look for the Calculated Risks and Eberron Adventure Facebook group, we have a Facebook group now for people to come and talk about the game and, and see cool stuff. And I'll be putting various different uh, you know things there first or exclusively there uh, for the fans. So if you guys have like art or ideas or just stuff you want to talk about, questions, 
that's the spot to hit us. So um, head over to that group and, and join in the fun and let us know what you think of the show. And I also wanted to give a quick shout out to the guys at, uh, what was it, uh, One Shot Onslaught? That, uh, right, on Twitter. Yeah, gave us a nice little review on Twitter. Um, they had asked uh, to promote people from uh, you know other streams. They do, they do a, a YouTube show, I think. And they were looking for um, you know other streams to look at. So Bob said, "Hey, look at look at calculated risks. It's fun." And sent him. I think the episode where you guys like beat the pucky out of the Warforge. Um, and uh, I like this. One of my I favorites. Had so much fun. And uh, they they enjoyed it too. They had a good time. So and they they tweeted out a lovely link for us. Um, and so it was very cool of them. Very kind. Uh, so I'd like to take a moment to just thank them and it was uh, one shot on slot. Recommend their, uh, their Twitter is right there in the chat and that'll be on the, on the description as well. So everybody be good to yourselves, be good to each other, love one another. We missed you guys. This was a lot of fun. I've been, I've had, I've had like, I've had the crazy wizard in the chamber for like a month. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, it's a long time for a long crazy wizard. It's a long time yeah. to run around that crazy wizard in your head. Well, and that was uh, real quick sidebar. That was the first D and D character I ever made, actually. Nice. Uh, I just updated him to fifth edition. Um, I was like, oh yeah, why don't I do this? Since I'm gonna, since I'm gonna have it be like a crazy old wizard, why don't I make it a crazy old wizard? Um, so it was a lot of fun. But awesome. uh, guys, if you're uh, Watching on whatever platform, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, if you can subscribe on Twitch with Amazon Prime, that would be super cool. If you think you're subscribed, double check because it automatically unsubscribes people. And uh, we will be here Monday talking to um, Derek Van Zarovich of Elven Tower at the DMs Guild. And then Wednesday we'll be back for Extreme Draws. And then we'll be back here next Friday for Season 2, Episode 14. See what kind of trouble you guys can get into. Hopefully none in the real world. Yeah, keep your keep your keep your drama in the in the game. Seriously. I've had enough of that, thank you. Sure. Well get better soon. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining and playing. Bye. We will see you all soon.